0: hey how's it going everyone it's time for another episode of the jumbo package football show with biggie uh we're recording this on saturday afternoon uh, i was planning on doing some laundry and recording this podcast today but as you know it probably it's not the weekend to be doing that because it's super bowl i don't think i'll edit that out Uh, Anyways, it's Super Bowl weekend in Atlanta, Georgia. We are not in Atlanta, Georgia. We are stuck in Vancouver. And we're trying to give you the best content and coverage of the game uh, from Vancouver. I hope we're doing a good job. I hope you are enjoying it. Uh, I currently am sitting with my dog, so he'll probably be whining half the time because he's a whiny dog. Isn't that right, Kaz? You're super whiny. It's Okay, I still love him. He just gets on my nerves every once in a while, but he's fine. It'll be okay. Anyways, uh, so today we're going to be talking about Super Bowl. We'll talk about the preview for that. Um, there it is. There's the whining. And anything else that comes up regarding the game. I will say I am not making my pick yet. I'm going to do that on Sunday. Uh, I have an idea of which way I'm leaning, but... I don't want to give it away yet. I don't want to spoil it. Uh, if that, if, if it does help, I will say I am going to t- take the team that has the really good offense, if that helps. I don't know that it does. But anyways, so let's get down to it. Let's talk about the game. I guess in any Pat Super Bowl, uh, the first thing you have to talk about is their offense, and, you know, they got a quarterback by the name of Tom Brady. He's pretty good. He's going to be running the show on Sunday night against the Rams' defense. Right, Kaz? Yeah? Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. But you know who I do know and what he's going to do? I know Tom Brady and what he's going to do on Sunday, and he's just going to drive the ball down the field. I feel like the Patriots, just, regardless of whoever they play – Will always find a way to beat you offensively, um, you know. Tom Brady has not had as good of a season this year as in years past. Um, some of his weapons haven't been as great. I, I like here's the thing. It's a, I think most of us knew coming into this season that the Pats weren't going to be as good as they have been in years past. Like they were maybe going to be, ten or eleven wins. And if you ask any team in the NFL, they probably would take 10 or 11 wins this year. Like, they would be happy with that. But for New England, it's like, yeah, you know, that's just, they're not as good this year. 10 or 11 wins, it's just not as good. We'll try, you know, we're still going to win and we're still going to do our best. We're probably going to get to a Super Bowl. But, you know, 10 or 11 wins, eh, that's okay. Whereas other teams are like, yeah, we'll take 10 or 11 wins. So, Patriots offensively... Their, I'd i say their biggest strength, besides having Tom Brady, is probably their running backs from a positional group. Uh, their wide receivers are good, but not great. Ho- Chris Hogan and Philip Dorsett are the sort of... Underlying guys, there are the, the, obviously there's Ju, Julian Edelman at number, you know, the top receiver. He's going to probably have a good game, but Chris Horg, Chris Hogan and Philip Dorsett have not really had great years. They've had good years. They've been fine. Nothing spectacular, but the problem. See, like Hogan hasn't done very well this year. Um, Hogan hasn't done very well this year. He's had a few good games, but um, they just haven't got him. Haven't got opportunities to give him the ball. And Philip Dorsett, I'd say his biggest thing. He didn't. This is like his, I don't know, fourth year in the league now, and he still has a bit of trouble uh, separating from a receipt from the defensive guys on routes. So, I mean, that's you're not always going to throw it to him, but if you need a one-on, you know. If you need a deep threat and a one on one guy, I guess Dorset would be a good guy. Uh, but probably that strength is is from the running back position because Sony Michelle is an excellent running back. He's going to be a dynamic running back for years and years to come. He's going to be tremendous. James White is the passing back. Like, for example, if you see James White in a the game, they're probably going to throw the ball. If you see Sony Michelle in the game, they're probably going to run the ball. Uh, I like James White because he is so much of an unknown. Like, you just don't know what kind of route. He can run pretty much any route you want him to, but they just, you don't know what he's going to run. You honestly cannot predict what he's going to do on any given play. And that's what I love about him. That's so New England Patriots-like. Just, yeah, we're just going to line up. You won't know what we're doing, but we're going to line up. We're going to beat you. And James White does that tremendously. Um, I mentioned before the AFC Championship game about how, you know, it seems like Rex Burkhead is a nice, is a nice uh, running back. He's a nice sort of spell back. But he's probably not going to get a lot of touches in this game. I Although this is, you know, the Super Bowl is the time for, you know, Guys who haven't got much recognition or much talent, you know, much, not much talent, I shouldn't say. You're in the NFL, you have a lot of talent, who haven't got talked about a whole lot. The Super Bowl is a time where you come out and you just make your name known. I am excited to see James White come out of the backfield. I'm excited to see Sony Michelle run, and I'm intrigued by what the Patriots are going to do with Rex Burkhead. He's kind of the unknown to me. He, I, he, he can run the ball and catch the ball. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be used, maybe for for uh, blocking potentially in the game, but he's kind of the unknown that I'm kind of interested to see as to what happens. But no, I I'd say that's like that's what makes the Patriots running back group so awesome is that you just don't know what they're going to do. They'll do anything on any given play, whatever Josh McDaniels and you know. Tom Brady says you got to do. So that being said, it's not like they're going to lean heavily on the running backs in this game because they still have guys like Edelman, who is a pain in the ass to play against. I would hate to have to try and cover Julian Edelman all game. And there's Rob Gronkowski, who you just can't cover. You just cannot stop Rob Gronkowski. I don't know how you can there's no player on the Rams that will be able to match up with him all game long. Speaking of the Rams, the Rams defense, it's got itself in a bit of an interesting position because they have, I would say, the best pass rush in the league, arguably the best pass rush, with, uh, led by Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue, and then there's Michael Brockers. And then there's the ba- sort of the back end. Of Well, who do you want covering who? I would say that you would put Tlaib, uh, your best cornerback, on Julian Edelman. And then you just have Marcus Peters and maybe a safety to help out. Uh, or maybe you put Marcus Peters you know, on Julian Edelman and have a safety over top so Edelman doesn't you know, break free or have a good game and he's just under pressure all game. Uh, it's a good question. It'll be interesting. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I, I, this is what I love about Wade Phillips. He's the defensive coordinator. He, he led the Broncos to the Super Bowl a few years ago over Carolina, and they beat New England on the way. And what they did is they got Von Miller to get heavy, constant pressure on Tom Brady, and the Rams have to do that for them to win. It doesn't really matter how well they do on the back end. If they can't get pressure on Tom Brady, it's game over. It's game over. you got to get that pressure on Brady for you to have any shot at winning. And I think the Rams can do that. Now, granted, the Patriots' offensive line has been hot lately. Brady hasn't been sacked uh, in the last two playoff games. I think, they, I think I read a stat about how they had the third least amount of sacks overall this season. Like, they don't get enough credit for how well they do. Love the Patriots offensive line. It's a bunch of workhorse guys, blue-collar guys, literally just working their butts off and making sure Brady doesn't get hit. That's, and they don't take any recognition. They don't take any fame. They just do their job. They show up, and they work, and they get it done. And that's what I love about the Patriots' offensive line. Now, I think they will struggle a bit against Aaron Donald and the Rams' defensive line because the Rams' defensive line is so good. Like, Aaron Donald has been one of the best – oh, God. One of the best pass rushers for probably the last – at least probably the last five seasons. Like, last five seasons. He's been absolutely – the best, probably the best pass rusher uh, in this half this half of the decade. Just tremendous talent, and you can't really stop him. You honestly can't. Um, that being said, though, if there is anybody who can, it might just be Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Who knows? I don't. I really don't know. So that's what I'm excited to see on Sunday, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams are going to be in dime coverage, so 6 DBs and 4, uh, four uh, uh, defensive linemen, 6 defensive backs, 4 defensive linemen, maybe just the linebacker, and they're just, because I feel like that's going to be a better matchup for the, uh, that's going to be a better matchup for the Rams. That's my opinion. Um, you know the Rams linebackers are good but not great. But here, like the Rams linebackers, if they choose to, you know, go in linebackers for most of the game, like use linebackers for most of the game, I wouldn't be surprised if they get exposed to half a dozen times. That's why I expect the Rams to go more with Nickel Roby Coleman and Sam Shields, even if. The Patriots are lining up in just three wide receiver sets or two wide receiver sets or just a single wide receiver set. I expect the uh, Rams to, uh, you know, just play that dime, co- dime coverage and stop Brady. For, force Brady force New England to run the football and don't let them get any you know, chance at throwing it. That's just what I'd say that they should be doing will they be doing something different i don't know that's why they're in the nfl and i'm not that's why i'm sitting on my couch here watching the nfl network when i'm not at the super bowl but hey you know what that's okay that's why we're here we're here to give you the best coverage the best content and we're just here plugging the brand um all right so We talked about the Pats' offense and the Rams' defense. Let's talk about the Rams' offense and the Pats' defense, okay? So, big question coming into this game for the Rams' offense. Todd Gurley, is Todd healthy? I don't know why I'm using that accent. I just think it's fun. I think it's hilarious. We're not professional or anything. Nobody's paying us to do this. We're doing it because we love the people. We love the fun. We love doing it for you guys. Uh, Todd Gurley, he wasn't healthy a couple of weeks ago. Well, I shouldn't say he wasn't healthy. He wasn't at his best a couple of weeks ago when the Rams were in New Orleans and they beat the Saints. Um, I think he's healthy now. Uh, he hasn't been on the injury report all week. But I, I don't know if he's... Um, I don't. I shouldn't say that he's healthy because I don't think anybody is really truly one hundred percent healthy this time of year because you have just been playing almost like twenty games of football it takes a toll on your body. But I think he's probably better this week, you know, because they got a bye week at you know, in the first week of the playoffs, and then they got a bye week for the Super Bowl. So you know, I'd say he's. Probably about as healthy as he's been for a while now, and which is good for the Rams because if they're going to win this game, he's got to be healthy. Uh, CJ Anderson, he's been doing tremendous in replacing uh, Gurley. I think just saw a stat where it's like he's got the most rushing yards and most rushes for a first down, something like that for the, uh, for the Rams. So, you know, it's not. I don't want to say they're completely out of it without Gurley, but having Gurley helps. He's a versatile, he's a different kind of versatility than James White, but he's still a very versatile, very effective running back for in the NFL. Probably one of the best in the league. And as most people know, the Patriots defense loves to take away a team's best passing target. I would say in this game that best passing target for the Rams is Brandon Cooks he's the guy that can get separation stretch a defense and create that potential anyways for for a long bomb I would even though he he hasn't been the best statistical wide receiver that the Rams have this season that goes to Robert Woods I see the Patriots just shutting down Cooks and forcing uh, Jared Goff to throw to somebody else like Woods, uh, maybe Josh Reynolds, or even their tight ends, uh, Tyler Higbee or Gerald, Gerald Everett. So that's something to keep in mind in this game. I, here's the thing, what the Rams like to do, and I think I mentioned this before on the podcast, is that what the Rams like to do is use a bunch of window dressing and using guys in motion. And motioning guys across the formation, whether it be Woods or Josh Reynolds or Brandon Cooks, usually it's Woods, Um, sometimes it can be Cooks, but if, if, if the Patriots shut down Cooks, which is a total possibility, there's potential for that, it's going to be a longer game for Jared Goff, it's going to be a tough game to get much going offensively, so I'm not sure if that's the direction Belichick would go. He might just decide to shut down Todd Gurley and, you know, force Goff to throw the ball. But who knows? Who really—nobody really knows until we actually see on Sunday. I'm just excited to see how well the Pats' defense matches up against the Rams' offense. I like the McCourty brothers in the secondary. I like the Rams' pass rushers—Dante Hightower, Kyle Van Noy— um, you know, a bunch of guys who can get to the, get to the quarterback and beat the Rams in that, in the front seven and in that, you know, interior line and game. The problem is that I think the Rams actually have the better offensive line than the Pats do front seven. So that's going to be a match. That's probably going to be my favorite chess match all game is watching the Pats defensive line go up against the Rams offensive line. I am ecstatic to watch that and see how that's played out. It'll be interesting to see what Bill Belichick and Pats defensive coordinator Brian Flores call and what their, you know, sort of scheme for the game is on Sunday. But that is going to be my favorite, favorite, absolute favorite matchup on Sunday night. Pats defense against the Rams offensive line. So, I guess someone to look out for, now that we covered both teams' offenses against both teams' defenses, when the Rams' offense is going up against the Pats defense, I would say probably the guy to keep an eye out on, Trey Flowers, Pats defensive lineman. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how well he does. He's a great pass rusher, and he can get to golf. But... I don't know if he does. I think he might have trouble going up against the Rams offensive line. We'll see. Um, for the Rams offense, it's it's going to be probably about Brandon Cooks, and w- he's the X factor of that offense. See what they do. Uh, that That's going to be exciting. And then for the Patriots offense, probably the X factor in that game, I would say is either Chris Hogan slash Philip Dorsett. If, if not even Rex Burkhead. Like there's a bunch of guys that the Pats could just use and beat the Rams with. But again, I'm not too sure who that is, who that guy is going to be. Uh, for the Rams defense, I'm going to say it's Nikel Roby Coleman, who's their nickel cornerback. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who he gets matched up with and who he has to line up against, whether it be Hogan or Dorsett. And then... I guess somebody else to keep an eye out on the Pats offense is Gronk. And who matches up against Gronk? I'm assuming it's Marcus Joyner, I guess, would be the guy who would. But we don't know until we actually get to the game. Um, Special teams. Anybody want to talk about special teams? Two of the best kickers in the game. Steven Gostkowski, Greg Zerline. uh, Johnny Hecker, Rams punter, legend. Uh, Watch out for the fake anytime he's on the field. Uh, Pat, Pat's punter, Ryan Allen, left-footed punter, total Belichick move is to have that left-footed punter. Uh, he's had his average season statistically speaking, but you know, he's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, Matthew Slater, one of my favorite, like if you're, a, you can't call yourself a football guy unless you like Matthew Slater. He's the gunner for the Pats and awesome guy. Awesome, tremendous football player. Love watching Matthew Slater. Absolute legend. Um, Doesn't get enough attention for what he does. So, and I guess, I don't expect either team's punt return, kick return team to make it dense. If if both guys were smart, they would just let their quarterback get their yardage instead of their uh, special teams. But, who knows? We'll see. That's uh, something we'll find out later on uh, in the game, but that's that's how I see it. Uh, I guess anything like coaching matchups we could talk about because the McVeigh versus Belichick matchup when the Rams offense is going up against the Pats defense will be fun to watch. Uh, I guess vice versa as well when Josh McDaniels gets to go up against Wade Phillips. That should be interesting. And, you know... I can't think of anything else that's really going to impact the, f- the game much on the field. The halftime show is probably going to be garbage, thanks to Maroon 5. Actually, Travis Scott is doing some part of the halftime show, so that'll be good to see. Otherwise, Maroon 5 is going to be pretty bland for most of it. Um, I think the fans are going to be about 60 to 30 uh, pats to Rams. 60% Pat fans, 30% Rams fans. Um I don't think there's anything else. It's in a dome, so it's not really going to impact, like the weather's not going to impact the game. Uh, The city of Atlanta, I think it's been a great host. I think the city of Atlanta knows how to party. It'll be great next year. I believe the game is in Miami next year, so that should make it even better. Um, Now, you know what? I don't know a whole lot else that's, I mean, we touched on it, both offenses and defenses. uh, Both, you know, players to look out for in the game who could shine um no i think we just really have to wait and see really get down to the game and you know there's nothing like the build-up for the super bowl and it can be very tough to just like i don't know how many guys are going to get sleep on the night before i really don't but you know it's a great it's gonna be a great game it's gonna be extremely fun to watch tomorrow i hope you all get a chance to do so and I'm gonna—I'll tell you my pick tomorrow on who I think is gonna win. It might surprise you. We always provide shockers, but I'm gonna tell you who it is tomorrow. Uh, game starts at 3:30 Pacific, 6:30 Eastern. Um, Pats Rams at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Let's go! Thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate your support. Please follow us on social media if you aren't already doing so. At speak your piece on Instagram. At it's on Fate we have a Facebook page. Take a look at the website. We got great previews for you know the games this weekend. If you want to do your prop bets, if you want to, you know, make some food or have some drinks this weekend. Um, it, it's going to be a great game. We're ecstatic, we're excited, and we hope you enjoy it just as much as we do. Alright. Thanks everyone. Peace.